0: After so many days gone, Aku returns and leads Jack astray down an organ trail. And as the dying light sets behind him, Jack gets stranded in his worst undead nightmare. Once the dead start rising, Jack must answer the call of duty and defeat these evil residents in various states of decay. I hope he remembered to bring his lollipop chainsaw. Alright, no more jokes. That was the last of puns. This has got a recap. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Gotta recap. It is episode 30. Uh, That's right, episode XXX. Undeniably the sexiest episode of Samurai Jack to date. No Vin Diesel, though. No Vin Diesel. uh, Lots of porno. Uh, Nick Montagani, I am here with Brendan Riley, the uh, self-proclaimed guardian of the galaxy. Yeah, yep, that's me, Mr. Guardian. Brendan, it's uh game of the year. Watch game of the year. Watch in full effect. You know, we're in December now. Oh, um, yeah. I know that you've been busy. I've seen you seen you online playing lots of 2021 video game releases.
1: Yeah. Trying to crank them out. I played Far Cry 6. I beat it in like an hour. It was yeah, bad. It seems like the type.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Save those hot thoughts. My boy. <laughs> we might have more to say later. Um. Yeah, no. I've also been trying to sort of knock out a lot of the games. You know, these Black Friday deals. Good year for Black Friday deals on video games. I, I, I think. I,
1: yeah, you were saying. I didn't. I didn't check any of them out
0: though because I didn't care enough. I went a little overboard
1: this year. I'm just got to borrow some of them from you.
0: Uh, no, not in a million years. <laughs> yeah, Far Cry Six. That seems okay. I'll check it out. I bought it anyway. Yeah, um, I mean, it's Far Cry. Guardians of the Galaxy I know you were pretty hot on that I just started it up and it seems pretty good
1: I had a really good time with it looking back now I'm not sure how if I still think it's like the hottest shit but uh while I was playing it great time
0: I'll be interested to see where it goes I'm not I've kind of like fallen off the Marvel bandwagon a lot Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've done a 180 on that entire kind of vibe yeah um Uh, at least
1: in the terms of the movies for me I'm kind of over it once Endgame right. happened, I was like, "That's it. That's the ending we've been waiting ten years for." Kind of how
0: I felt too. Yeah, like, I don't know that I've actually seen any of them since Endgame, and there's been a few now. A few,
1: yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen anything. I've seen a few episodes of some of the shows, but I haven't even right. finished any yeah. of those.
0: Man, what else? I just played the Forgotten City, a hot 2021 release oh, based like on a hot 2011 video game mod. Did oh, you know uh, that?
1: I did know that. Yep. Uh, that's the that's the the time loop one, right?
0: that's right. It's a time loop game. It's a like fully built out version of a Skyrim mod, which I didn't know until like way later after I was playing the game, but it totally shows in like the gameplay, and it's very evident. It makes a lot of sense. Um, It was good. I enjoyed it. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's kind of one of those things where like anything that you say could be a spoiler.
1: Yeah, I Um, do want to check that one out. Uh, 12 minutes kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So I was like a little wary to get into another time loop game. But I hear it's very good.
0: But what about a time loop game that has the word loop in it? Death Loop. Ooh, that was a great one. Or uh,
1: Loop Hero? Is that the one where he just runs around in a circle? Loop Hero.
0: I haven't played that, but that that is another 2021 release. All the loop games this year. Yeah. What about the classic NES game Loops with a Z? I don't know. Did that come out this year?
1: It could have. I mean, they said on the list I was looking at for 2021 games, it said Fez came out this year. So Mm -hmm. you could just say anything comes out. Whatever that's inaccurate. You want. Yeah, I know that it is.
0: Um it's been a good year for games. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps you and me will uh talk about that yeah. a little bit more. But before we do that, we must continue talking about another one of our favorite things from 2021. Uh Samurai Jack. That came out this year, right? These are we're watching these episodes in real time.
1: Yeah, why not? I watched them this year, so they count. They're on the list. Counts
0: to me. TV show of the year 2021 <laughs> Samurai Jack. No one can dispute it. Also podcast of the year is got to recap colon a Samurai Jack rewatch podcast. Mm-hmm. That
1: is legit though. We'll fight you on that one. Yeah.
0: Um, we'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Uh, speaking of fighting, Jack's going to fight this week and we're going to recap it.
1: Oh yeah. Let's do it. it.
0: Episode 30 of Samurai Jack titled Jack and The Zombies. Mm -hmm. Straightforward. Jack and the Zombies. Could have been like Jack in the Graveyard.
1: Yeah, Jack in the Graveyard. Yeah, Uh, that's actually kind of what I thought it would be. Um, But Jack and the Zombies works. There is Jack and there are zombies.
0: There's a lot of zombies in Mm -hmm. this episode, but only one Jack. Uh, And perhaps another fan favorite character will appear this week. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Uh, Episode 30 jack and the zombies october 25th 2002 so it's also kind of like a nice little halloween release in 2002 six days before halloween
1: yeah i wonder if they did that on purpose
0: it's entirely possible i could see it very spooky episode uh so spooky it starts with this weird crow that's perched on a tree branch Mm -hmm. and lets out this big unnatural shriek that crows don't usually make and then it flies away
1: yeah i like the crow big fan
0: Um, The crow flies away, and uh, camera pans down, and we can see Jack is walking on this dirt trail. He's just walking along, and uh, the camera's focused on Jack, and it starts pulling out away from Jack in kind of like a circle pattern. Keeps pulling out, pulls out into like this black darkness surrounding Jack. And this isn't just any black darkness, Brendan. We are smack dab in the middle of Aku's Eyeball. That's right, baby. Aku is back. And he's looking pissed. He is not happy. I'm extremely happy to see him. It's Mm -hmm. the return of Aku.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time. This is the first time this season, and this time, that's certain. We
0: mean it. Yeah, Yeah. we mean it. You cannot take that one away from us. (laughs) Will it be the last time this season? Maybe, with the way things seem to be going. (laughs) I, I hope not. I certainly hope not, but even if it was... Uh, What a way to go out. We'll get into it. Um, Yeah. Aku is watching Jack walk along this dirt trail on his TV in his fiery house, and uh, he slams his fists on his fiery throne in frustration. He's, like, sulking in his chair and tapping his fingers on the uh, the arms of his chair. Um, Very, very frustrated. There's a good... Yeah, good shot of Aku sitting there tapping his fingers on his throne, which is a GIF that I see every time I Google image search the word Aku. Yep. This exact GIF comes up every time.
1: Yeah, uh, and this shot lingers forever, it felt like. <laughs> We're just watching him, and he's, like, grumbling. He's not saying anything, but he's making, like,
0: audible grumbles the whole time. Yeah, just being, like, a little child in timeout and, like, <laughs> tossing and turning back and forth in his seat, just going, mm. mm, mm, mm. <laughs> He's a whiny little baby. He's not happy with Jack. No. Um, This is like a weird new demeanor for Aku. He's usually much more brazen.
1: Yeah, you can tell. He's really frustrated in this one.
0: He's very frustrated. And he, he leans back in his big throne. He grunts some more and taps his fingers again. And the camera zooms in on his face as he makes this very long... Animalistic growl, like this very unnatural growling noise. Uh, I am so happy he's back. Uh, Mako is a great voice actor. Oh, yeah. Samurai, Samurai, why won't you die? Ooh. But he very quickly cuts himself off as he's delivering this excellent rhyme because uh, he notices that Jack has arrived at a fork in the road. And Jack looks down at both paths, thinking about his next move. Both of them look fairly innocent, but Aku is watching this moment very intently. And Jack picks up a stick off the side of the road and uh, tosses it up in the air, and he decides to let fate be his guide as to which path he will go down. Um, and it lands and points to the path to the right in this fork in the road. What if it had pointed backwards, like the exact way that he came? Do you think he would have committed to like going backwards?
1: Well, he showed the stick if you in the scene, he shows the stick, the two options. He points it down each way and then throws it in the air, like giving it directions. Like, all right, stick, these are your choices.
0: What if the stick like pointed off the side of the road? Do you think he would have like gone like completely off the dirt path? Like, well, the stick told me to go this way.
1: (laughs) Maybe. What if it just landed in the ground, pointed straight up? Oh, that would have been incredible. It's like stuck right in the ground.
0: He would have had to freeze in place for the rest of time. (laughs) He would have done it. Um, Aku watches where the stick has landed and uh, his eyes glow up. And then the stick turns and instead points down the left path. And Jack thinks about that for a moment, like this odd, unnatural stick moving, but decides he will then walk down that path that the stick is now facing. Yeah, the stick has decided the stick has spoken and Jack is listening and Aku (laughs) is watching and cackling maniacally at the fact that Jack has now walked down this path that he has chosen for him. He's mocking Jack and he says to him, the path I have chosen for you will lead to your doom. (laughs) I bet. I'm so happy to have Aku back. (laughs) Oh yeah. He's such a good, it's such a good feeling. I know I missed him so much. Um, Jack's walking along. It cuts to nighttime. There's a full moon in the sky tonight, and Jack is walking down a misty trail that's, like, so foggy, you can barely make out anything around him but, like, trees, which seem to be, like, kind of unnaturally moving as he walks past them. Things are getting a little spooky here. Oh, yeah. Um, There's the sound of laughing children somewhere in the middle of the forest. Um, Jack stops and looks around but the uh, sound is gone and he keeps walking. Um, then we start to see some tombstones f- gathering in the fog. And at this point I realized what the episode was and I was very excited because this is, I think like one of the all time fan favorite episodes of Samurai Jack. Oh, is it? Yep. This is one that I've heard come up a lot. I think this is even in the recent, this might be one of the video games in the uh, battle through time video game on PS4. I think is, I believe it. Yes. Yeah. I keep which seeing
1: every time I look for like screenshots of the episode to do the art, I keep seeing shots of the game. Yeah. Uh the previous episode is in it as well, which I think is exciting. Oh, is it? Yeah. That I have you that fight, I didn't realize. You fight the two oh of them. my
0: God. What a pull. I can't believe they did that yeah. for the video game. Uh that's actually really cool for like fans of the show. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty excited to to give it a shot once we get there.
0: Uh, I am too. We will get there. It's going to be a while, but I'm yeah. <laughs> very excited to play. I already own the game, but I refuse to touch it. So <laughs> I'll buy it real cheap around that time. Um, yeah, Jack. Uh, we see some t- tombstones through the fog, and then again, the sound of laughing children, and Jack just says hello out into the distance. And uh, there's more laughter, and then we can actually see a- the shadow of a child appears and is running through the fog, which is weird because, like, we <laughs> the graveyard is like trying to trick him into like these laughing, running children, but then we don't see children again for the rest of the episode.
1: Yeah. It's not a thing. It's just for this like intro
0: to the graveyard just to draw him in. You know, Jack is got to protect these, these scared kids in the spooky graveyard. Maybe
1: it was like an, an abandoned plot line. Like he was going to run into these ghost kids and have to like free their souls or something. And they were like, you know what? Let's just have him fight zombies instead.
0: But we already animated it. And, you know, we paid the kids parents a lot of money to record that (laughs) laughter noise. So we got to throw it in the episode. We got to kill time here. You know, we can't show even more footage of Aku grumbling in his throne.
1: They could have. I would have been all right with it.
0: I would have been fine with that. Yeah. If that was the entire episode, it would have been cool. (laughs) Jack calls out to this child running through the fog and uh, starts to walk up to it and uh, says to the child, oh, well, you know, it's dangerous to be out so late but once he reaches this shadow it turns out it's a spooky statue uh he's startled he jumps back out of the way and uh then there's the sound of something growling out in the distance and jack calls out to it but there's no answer um then there's this human figure running through the fog in the distance that's making, like, an evil little laugh. This is some fucking, like, goofy, spooky shit. <laughs> like, silly, like, it's like Haunted Mansion spooky shit.
1: Yeah, they're just running around in the fog. I'm going to get you.
0: I'm going to get you, Jack. <laughs> I better not come in here. Uh, yeah, it's like goofy spooky is what I've decided to call it. Yeah, it's a new genre. Um, Jack runs after the goofy, spooky figure, and uh, the spooky statue that was behind him it appears out of thin air and then it also disappears into thin air behind him. So something's going on in this spooky graveyard. Yeah. Jack inspects the graveyard that he is now standing in. He's like pretty much surrounded by tombstones and uh, it's very quiet. And one of the statues, he like turns around and one of the statues eyes light up and then he turns back and, the eyes dim again. And then he does the uh, classic star Wars line. I have a bad feeling about this. Oh yeah. And then Han Solo appears.
1: I always think of, uh, I always think of an Eminem sketch when I hear that line and not star Wars. Cause I'm not a fucking nerd. That's a lie. <laughs> I definitely am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are we, are we talking about Samurai Jack or what? <laughs> we were, I think that's, I think that's a little nerdy. Um, the fog starts to fade in the graveyard, and there's a shot of, yeah, the big full moon looking out over the graveyard, graveyard and, and Jack is standing amongst rows of tombstones, and he says to himself, perhaps I should leave. Jack does a lot of talking to himself in this episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he Actually, you know what, thinking back on it, I think he talks to himself a lot
0: all the time. He does. He has uh, little bits of advice <laughs> for <laughs> he's, himself. He's a very lonely man. It's a lonely existence for him. Yeah, he's got to keep himself entertained i work from home a lot of the time and uh realize that i don't speak words for like eight or nine hours straight a day unless i talk to my cat um so it's a good thing that you and me are doing this podcast or i might not be able to speak any words <laughs> ever forget again. how to talk but even then i don't know that i'm doing that good of a job at it so like i gotta practice a little bit <laughs> yeah crazy jack talking to himself again uh starts to walk away but the tombstones shift around him and like completely surround him now in the graveyard. And Jack starts to question that. And then we get a quick shot back of Aku's eyes that light up again, bright green. And then there's this deep rumbling noise that starts. And it rumbles for a minute and Jack looks around the graveyard. And then these zombified hands start shooting up from the ground in the graveyard. And Jack watches in horror as these very stereotypical stereotypical bony zombies start bursting out from the ground beneath him.
1: Is the implication that Aku is doing this, Has like, was he moving the statues around and making the little kids run around and stuff, or was that, like, natural to the
0: graveyard? So this is the question I had. I didn't realize that Aku's plan, when he moved that stick to point him down this path, I didn't realize that his plan was to send him to the graveyard, because at first I was like, yeah, He's sending him to the graveyard where he knows there's going to be like goofy, spooky shit and zombies that pop out of the ground. But also it does it. This does seem to imply that Aku is literally like raising the dead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's using his necromancy, which we hadn't seen up until this point. I didn't know that was an Aku skill.
0: Um, Maybe much more powerful than we give him credit. for. Yeah. Although at this point, you know, maybe he's done that. We haven't seen him in a while. True. He's been practicing. He's been leveling up. That's true. He read a couple books. Yeah. Took some online courses and, uh, yeah, no, ready to raise the dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. All these rotting corpses bust out of the ground and up from graves and out of like these sarcophaguses and mausoleums and all sorts of fun graveyard locations. Mm-hmm. And they're all holding like armor and weapons, they're wearing armor and like holding swords and shields and stuff. This is some sort of like warrior graveyard that Jack is in. It seems like,
1: yeah, it's a little all over the place. Cause like, I would think based on like the tombstones and the statues we get in it, that it would be more of like a, a church graveyard for like a local town or something. Right. You're right though. Most of the zombies we see do seem to be like fully armor clad warriors.
0: Isn't it fun to think that that's what we look like is when we go, when we die and, They put us in the ground. We have these big, nasty, like, hanging jaws and, like, teeth that are all crooked and, like, covered in grimy saliva. And we're holding swords and shields. And isn't it fun to think, like, that's what we all look like when we die? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, fun to think about death. (laughs) It's kind of fun. I think about it a lot. Usually when I'm recording this podcast, I think about it more than anything.
1: (laughs) That brings us to our sponsor, BetterHelp. (laughs) BetterHelp. They're just kidding. If they're listening, they're not sponsoring us, <laughs>
0: uh, but we'll let them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's this cool shot after uh, all these zombies burst out from the crowd. They they, they start surrounding Jack and like encircling him. Um, there's a cool shot of this crowd of zombies staring at Jack and like their features are all darkened out against like the blue sky, like the sky with the shining stars above them. And all we can really see are like their bright glowing blue eyes looking directly at Jack and like the music kind of stops for a second. It's kind of like a fun little chilling moment.
1: Yeah. So this kind of also keeps uh, the theme of all the enemies having blue eyes going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's been that way the entire show, but in season two, it kind of started to happen more often. Right. Um, and it's just something I've noticed. It, it just keeps happening every time there's some sort of like uh, m- not mythical and not even like necessarily supernatural, but some kind of like scary story kind of thing like the Yeti and the, now the zombies mm-hmm. they have always got those blue eyes,
0: some kind of mystical enemy, something. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's weird. It does seem to happen with some frequency. On
1: and this the show. monks had them, too, but the monks weren't villains
0: or were they? Or were they? I'm still not sure that I've gathered the metaphor of (laughs) that episode. But I don't feel like talking about that episode anymore because it's kind of boring.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Um, All these zombies, yeah, surrounding Jack. There's lots of like nasty growling and teeth grinding that's going on as they have a standoff. And one zombie lets out a big shriek. And then another one hurls its sword directly at Jack. And uh, Jack dodges the sword. But now the fight is on, and this, this horde of zombies rushes into battle and charges directly towards Jack. Jack is cutting through them pretty easily. He's defeating each of them in, like, one swing each. Mm-hmm. Like, he swings a sword, and they instantly turn into, like, clouds of dust.
1: Yeah, which is great for the video game. Yeah. Easy easy body cleanup.
0: That uh, that level is like a muso. Like, uh, that would be so cool. <laughs> what do they call it? Dynasty warriors. Yeah. yeah. That would work, I think, for this particular level. Um but yeah, they're, so. they're They're running directly at Jack and turning into dust, and there's these crowds of, crowds of zombies just running into him, and he's easily fighting them off, and he runs and jumps through the graveyard, and everywhere he goes, these new zombies emerge out from the ground. So it, it's, it's like this never-ending surge of zombies just relentlessly attacking him. One zombie cuts through his gi, which he tears off the top of it all cool style we get that out of the way pretty early that's like yeah. seven minutes into the episode
1: yeah we're not messing around this time we got to get him out of that shirt right now
0: he runs around flips around and beats them all pretty easily they they just keep coming brendan this is one of those episodes where it's mostly fighting so like i'm trying to describe fighting to you and it's not easy to do you know i hate this
1: yeah it's okay though because i can picture it because i've seen the episode <laughs> it's all <laughs> you, you know. tell you nerds listening that have to try to imagine it <laughs>
0: I can tell you so many times Jack runs through the graveyard and swings his (laughs) sword at zombies that evaporate into dust.
1: He does a lot of cool like flips and shit in this one too, though. Yeah. He's really styled around these guys.
0: He's jumping good. (laughs) It's so cool, you gotta see it. (laughs) There's only so much I can say. All right. Well, there's a couple good there's a couple good sequences. Um he's standing next to a big iron fence. And a group of zombies uh, carrying spears, they all lunge at Jack, but he jumps over the other side of the fence and grabs their spears that are poking through the other side and uh, pulls their heads through the bars of the fence and kicks one of them in the head and it knocks all of their heads off like dominoes.
1: Yeah, it's a good time. Classic. That's a good
0: move. Yeah. Three zombies surround Jack and uh, he jumps in the air and does a spin move and cuts all of their weapons in half, which make very satisfying uh, slice noises, um, and then he cuts them down one by one, uh, which is good. There there are good moments in this that, you know, we can try to describe <laughs> in words. All cool it's style. Tough. Jack is very cool style this entire episode. That's really all I can say. Um, there's a pause in the action now, and Jack is waiting for the next move, Seems like he's defeated pretty much all the zombies, but then we see Aku's eyes again, and they glow bright green again in a flash, and then just more and more of these zombies crawl out from the earth beneath him. Jack looks totally exhausted. This is going to be a long fight. Mm -hmm. Um, And from here, it cuts to commercial. When it cuts back, there's, yeah, this huge crowd of zombies that's encircled him again. There's a long standoff. These zombies are making pretty gross gurgling noises these are yucky zombies i mean not that any zombies are not yucky but like these (laughs) ones are extra gurgly and have like green spit like dripping off their faces i don't know they're gross they're not your average cute zombies they're not uh oh shoot what was the name of the movie with the zombie boy who lived in an airplane and then falls in love with a girl whose dad is like the mayor of the human town oh shoot
1: i have no idea Warm bodies.
0: That's the one. Is it? <laughs> I'm you know what? Is it so it's live action. Google break. <laughs> uh Brendan, you nailed it. The
1: movie is Warm Bodies. Hell yeah. I actually had no idea what the plot of that movie was. I just knew there was a zombie who fell in love with a live girl.
0: That's pretty much it. Yeah. I think he lives in an airplane. I said that pretty confidently, and now yeah, I'm not sure. So I have sure. no
1: idea. When you said that, I thought you were talking about Swiss Army Man.
0: I haven't seen Swiss Army Man
1: it's all right it's a lot of fart jokes
0: that's a Daniel Radcliffe joint
1: yeah and Rupert Grint I think that's oh it's both of them
0: get the whole gang up in there how's Malfoy doing you seen him lately
1: uh last time I saw him was in Planet of the Apes or Rise of the Planet of the Apes yeah or something.
0: yeah he was the bad guy in that one too go yep. figure yeah Malfoy thank you for listening We're, we hope you're doing well <laughs> I loved you and get into the Greek not even his name. His name's not <laughs> Malfoy. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Tom. Hiddleston. Um, Felton. Felton. Tom Felton. Hiddleston's the Marvel one. That's right. That's Loki. Uh, <laughs> right. We'll get there. <laughs> Big fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the zombies attack Jack, and uh, he fights them off again for a little while. And then this very skinny zombie figure with like these jagged appendages runs towards Jack with like this big bright light behind it. And it's making like this very high pitched howling noise. I
1: kind of like this one, like the Banshee kind of character. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a a fan of this one.
0: He almost reminded me of DeMongo.
1: I can kind of see that. Yeah.
0: I mean, not really like a fully featured character like DeMongo and is only here for two seconds, but like kind of like a similar vibe and uh shrill voice
1: yeah i actually kind of got witch vibes like the left for dead witches
0: yeah that works too
1: that's the sort of thing i thought of except without that creepy music that plays in left for dead when you like
0: when you're nearby mm-hmm. them um game of the year watch 2021 back for blood
1: <sighs> i still haven't played it i bought yeah, it, it okay. when the beta was happening and i still haven't touched it since it came out
0: those games i think are not for me yeah uh, and I, from what I heard of people who played this more extensively, I feel like this game was even not for like actual left for dead fans. I feel like they were wanting more than what this ended up delivering. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out a little it bit. It seems more. like a grind, but then again, left for dead was always a grind, but we'll talk about that in our game of
1: the year podcast. Maybe if we do it,
0: That if we do that, possibly we'll see. Um, This yeah. Banshee zombie runs towards Jack and it's only <laughs> like they put a lot of, focus in like the shot of it right running towards him in this blinding light and letting out like this big high-pitched squeal but it extends its arms at Jack like Mr. Fantastic and it's got these sharp claws at the end of it and Jack avoids the claws and then cuts off the arms and then the zombie like immediately vanishes so there was really no point
1: there was a lot of like (laughs) like pomp and circumstance around this zombie (laughs) rushing him only to just be done in
0: a single scene. A lot of buildup for nothing.
1: <laughs> the Samurai Jack story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. We've been there before. Um, yeah, Jack keeps fighting and he's taking on zombies one by one. A uh, Very large zombie charges at him, but he jumps uh, away, back away out of the way onto the roof of a mausoleum that crumbles beneath his feet and he falls in. And he's standing in like pitch black darkness in this this darkened room and then dozens of blue eyes light up around him. And then all these skeletons run at him and make this very funny high pitched howling noise.
1: Yeah. And then he does my favorite thing.
0: Uh, What's that? He jumps good through the hole in the roof out of the way.
1: Oh, yeah. He flies right out of there.
0: He just, yeah, he nopes his way right back <laughs> through the hole in the roof. <laughs> they
1: just reverse the animation of him falling in. He just goes back out.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Yeah, leaps his way back out of there. And then when he lands outside. Okay. He lands outside of the mausoleum back on the ground outside. And this bright blue flame erupts in front of him. And there's a demon lady with this wild, frizzy hair and like a blank expression on her face that is hovering in front of Jack. It's like this crazed demon in front of him that s- screeches at him. I will eat your soul. <laughs> Brendan, can I tell you something? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to tell me anyway. This might be like my favorite one-off character that we've seen on Samurai Jack <laughs> to this point was the crazy demon lady. I think I love everything about her. <laughs> her design's great. Yeah. Reminds me of like a double fine character or like a Tim Burton character. Oh, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, she tells Jack, I will eat your soul, which I think is some good, goofy, spooky shit. <laughs> Super threatening. Everything about her design is great. And then she does something interesting that I think leads to probably the highlight of this episode. Um, she flies towards Jack and he raises his sword in front of him and her demonic body flies into the sword and gets like absorbed by the blade. Um, and there's a big blue bolt of electricity. And when it subsides, Jack is standing there holding a sword in front of him and it is glowing white And light blue with like a blue spiraling flame surrounding the blade. It looks actually really badass.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I was very excited for him to have like a powered up sword. Uh, But unfortunately, it was not
0: meant to be. This would be a good skin, I think, for Jack's sword in the Samurai Jack video game.
1: Yeah, for $2, you can buy that skin for your single player game.
0: I might do it. (laughs) It's an Ubisoft game now. Oh, God. Uh, Far Cry 6 2021 <laughs> yeah. games you, of the year. You can buy skins in that for your single player game. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> sure that's I'm sure that's true. That yeah, that does not surprise me. Uh, Jack is standing there holding this very badass white and light blue blade and he stares at it for a moment and then the zombie lady's face appears in the blade and laughs at him. Um, and then the blade flies out of his hands and hovers in the air like in front of the full moon just hovers there for a moment. And then it turns downwards and hurdles straight towards Jack. He dodges the sword and it keeps flying away through the graveyard. He chases it around tombstones, like punching through zombies around him. Now that he doesn't have a sword still like reducing them to dust now just with his fists.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it turns out the sword was even more than he needed.
0: These guys were nothing. Yeah. That was overkill. Um, Sword is twisting and turning around corners. Jack is following it very closely, uh, keeps chasing and reaches his hand out and almost grabs the handle, but then a large black hand reaches out and grabs the sword, and Jack skids to a halt, looks up in horror and just says no, as he sees Aku towering over him, holding his sword. do we have here? The all powerful blade of the Samurai. The only power that can harm me. Yes, Samurai. I shall destroy the sword and become truly invincible. But not before I smite thee. Fall!
1: <laughs> and it looks really funny because Aku is really big right now. So the sword looks like really tiny uh, and the proportion of the sword looks off. Like it looks like it's always got like a funny shape. Like it's a machete shape even.
0: Yeah. It looks like a toothpick in the hands of (laughs) Aku as opposed to, yeah, a full on samurai sword. Um, Yeah. Aku. He's got it now. He's laughing at Jack and Aku says to Jack, you know, it's actually fitting for you to be destroyed By the blade of your worthless father, he says to Jack. Sick burn on Jack's dad. Got him. Cutting him deep. And then Aku shrinks down in like a little black tornado and then he forms into this humanoid figure with uh, Aku's regular arms and head, but has like these spindly little Aku legs. I never knew how much I wanted this exact moment of Aku (laughs) in like human size and shape fighting Jack with Jack's sword. Like I never knew how badly I wanted that until this moment. And now I want nothing more. Yeah,
1: it doesn't last
0: that long, unfortunately, but it is very cool. It's a really good moment. And yeah, like high tension like jack without his sword yeah literally the only weapon that can defeat aku is now in aku's hands
1: yeah things are looking dire
0: not a good situation for jack a great situation for aku who starts swiping at jack with his own sword um jack jumps away and aku is like cutting through tombstones and statues in this graveyard with ease now with a sword in his hands um jack runs away but aku raises a wall that blocks Jack's path and then blasts at him with his big aku laser eyes. Um, Jack jumps out of the way of this laser blast and and hides and uh, there's a pause as aku scran- scans the graveyard looking for Jack and uh, he sees Jack's shadow like running it through the fog in the distance um, blasts again at him with lasers. And uh, Jack is knocked down, but gets up out of the way before Aku can like lunge at him towards this towards towards Jack with his sword. Um, I don't know. This is (laughs) it's like it's a lot to take in right now, because, again, now we're just describing fighting. But like, it's so unnatural to see Aku like fighting Jack in this way. Like usually and even later in the episode, we'll get to this. But usually it's just like, what will Aku turn himself into? And like, what kind of crazy like body morphing like unworldly shit will he like try to absorb Jack with but like in this moment he's fighting Jack with a sword like it's yep. not it's weird it's weird for the show but like in a really good way
1: yeah I think it's something that they they had to do at least once like you have to give them that sword fight and the only thing I think that could be better would be if they both had swords like even if yeah Jack like grabbed one from one of the zombies or something
0: well Brandon that's of course exactly what he does whoa do in this moment.
1: Yeah. It's almost like I seen Um, the
0: episode. It's almost like we watched it before we're talking about it. Um, He's running through the graveyard and some of those zombies attack him and uh, swing at him with those rusty old swords. But Jack like punches one of them and grabs the sword and then starts sparring with Aku with the sword. And then like a seal, a shield that he steals from another zombie. Oh yeah. Now it's cool. Uh, At first I kind of like, I watched this episode a couple times and the first time I watched it, I was like, this is totally unrealistic. Like Jack's sword would eviscerate these zombie weapons like nothing.
1: In fact, we've already um, seen it do that in this well, episode.
0: Well, that's what I had thought, and then I rewatched the episode, and it does just des- destroy these zombies pretty much in one swing. But. Uh, it is clearly established that like the weapons that the zombies are fighting Jack with, like they clash against his sword and like are not instantly evaporated.
1: What about the one scene where he cuts the three weapons off Were those spears though, where like so he he cut he's through just the like, handles of the spears or Something.
0: Yeah. He's kind of just like cutting those in half, like cutting okay. through the rods of the spears. They're not okay. like, exploding in dust clouds, like the actual zombie bodies mm-hmm. themselves. That's fair. So then. I was not willing to give it a pass at first, but then on a second watch, I'll let it slide. It, yeah, it's established. You've convinced me it's Samurai Jack Cannon. <laughs> um, Aku uh, swings Jack's sword down at him and misses, and uh, his hand starts to morph around the sword and it sh- and he starts to shape shift into our good old scorpion buddy that we I haven't seen since scorpion. episode one.
1: I love the stupid
0: face on the scorpion, <laughs> big old. Goofy smiling scorpion with Jack's sword is now its stinger on its tail.
1: It's just this wall eyed, dumbass
0: looking scorpion. Hey, Jack, I'm gonna sting you. I'm gonna get you. He's too cute to fight. I don't know. I feel bad, but uh, you know, you got to remember underneath that cute facade is a bloodthirsty shogun of That's sorrow. That's true. He stabs at Jack with his sword stinger tail, which I just love. Uh, Jack blocks the stings with his shield and runs away and hides behind another one of these tombstones and Aku destroys the tombstone and shapeshifts into like a serpentine dragon like a Chinese long serpent dragon Yep, which is another cool. We've seen Aku as like a medieval dragon shape but this is the first time we've seen him I think in this exact
1: I think so. Yeah, form. Um
0: he like flies and slithers around the graveyard and chases Jack and uh, shoots like a laser blast at him, but it's kind of cool because like he fires his laser eyes, but it combines with his f- dragon fire breath to create yeah. like an ultra laser.
1: I think at first that was a little hard to read. Like you could see him charging up his eyes and you see the lasers come out. Yeah. And you see like the fire coming at Jack and you're like, what the hell's going on? And then it shows him again and you can see that it's all three combined. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, okay, I see what's going on. Because I, when it first happened, I was like, why the fuck wouldn't he just use fire breath? Like he's a dragon. Like, <laughs> I turned into a dragon to use the same laser beam move I can do in any form.
0: <laughs> He's pumping it up you know <laughs> the way Aku would do um blasting Jack with his fire laser combo and tries to coil his big dragon body around Jack, but Jack jumps out out of the way and uh collects himself and when he stands up, Aku is now standing over him in the form of a praying mantis.
1: I like this transformation too.
0: This is a fun one. Shouts out to my good friend, Duds. Uh, Aku is now a praying mantis and all is well in the world. Uh, the show is going the places that we only dreamed of and we finally <laughs> finally arrived. It only took 30 episodes, but we're finally here. Oh, yeah. Uh, this praying mantis Aku form is very good. He starts like digging at Jack with his big mantis claws in a very like, yeah, I'm gonna get you kind <laughs> of motion. I love it. He's extremely cute. Um, Jack is b- blocking these mantis pincers and uh it's actually this really cool shot of him looking up like he dodges the attack and looks up at the shadow shadow of aku's mantis head which is like surrounding him um and then the shadow morphs back into aku's regular head shape and then aku leans down with like this gigantic head uh and lets out this humongous gust of flame breath at jack who hides behind his shield, uh, as this gigantic flame pours out. I, sometimes I love when Aku, like, obviously I love Aku's like shape shifting when he turns into all these cute and or grotesque animal shapes. Um, but sometimes you can't beat when Aku is just like a bigger than anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giant Aku is best Aku.
0: Giant Aku is great. Like the, uh, Jack and the five hunters when he's like taller than all of the skyscrapers in the future city. Yeah. Um, Giant Aku with giant fire breath. Jack is hiding behind this shield, and as the flame subsides, <laughs> Jack's charred zombie shield just like crumbles in ashes around him. And he starts to run away from Aku. And this is like the most horror moment that we've ever gotten on this show. It, Aku watches Jack run away into the graveyard, and then his body just explodes at every angle. And turns into like these vast expanses of like an endless black void with long tendrils that start chasing Jack through the graveyard. This is like actually fucking like scary.
1: Yeah, this was actually my favorite part of the episode was when we got these like top down shots of Jack running and just all the different tendrils like kind of weaving their way through all the different uh, like tombstones and stuff. It was very
0: cool it's insane. Like the lengths to which Aku will go to like, try to defeat Jack to like literally disassemble his entire body into this endless black sea of goo. that yeah, slides its way through all the tombstones in the graveyard. It's like actually horrifying.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, and it just kind of shows that like Aku can do crazy shit like this. He could and do most, anything. He just doesn't most of the time. Like why hasn't he done that before? Like, yeah.
0: Yeah regardless of like him not being in the episodes. Yeah. This is like the most full out we've seen him go. Um, And it's great. Like, yeah, I want him to be more of an imposing force in this way. Instead of grumbling in his throne all day, you know, you've got the moves, go use them. (laughs) Um, It's great. Yeah. This, the sea of blackness chases Jack through the graveyard and Jack uh, hides as these tendrils, slither by him he's like hiding behind a couple of tombstones and he he looks really scared and he's like dripping with sweat like this is intense for jack oh yeah and as he's hiding these tendrils burst out from behind him and try to grab him against the tombstone but he jumps out of the way and more and more of these black t- tendrils keep coming there's this really cool shot of jack running through the graveyard and the tendrils like sliding into frame like alongside of him and trying to like stab at him and they're attacking and he blocks the shot and then the tendrils retreat. Uh, And then they come back in for like another attack and like start to kind of like slide under him. And then they form into like an actual Aku hand with like his pointy fingers and like try to grab him in like it's clutches. It's a really cool thing of, yeah, like Aku like sprouting his, his hand out of like this black goo chasing Jack, like in a, in a high speed, moment it's actually really really well done
1: yeah i like that a lot the the whole the whole scene with the the sea of darkness chasing him everything it's all good very intense very cool it's very very
0: good um aku's body forms out from this pool of, of blackness and starts swinging at jack with his own sword and uh, jack leaps out of the way toward this tall tombstone but as he's trying to land aku blasts it with his laser eyes and jack loses his footing and falls into a cloud of dust, like beneath the rubble of this, this fallen tombstone. Um, Aku smiles and laughs and he calls out to Jack. He says, Oh Samurai, where are you? Uh, And then he says to Jack, uh, you can run, but you cannot hide because I can smell your blood. Yeah. I love that line too. Very
1: cool. Aku's like really, really redeeming himself from being absent from the last few
0: episodes. He's making up for it in a huge way, and this was a power. I forgot that Aku had the power. You know, he did tell Jack in the very first episode of the show that he recognized his dad's blood. Yeah, <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> He's so weird. Um, that yeah. okay. <laughs> he uh, smells Jack's blood, and Jack is naturally like startled to hear that and uh aku blasts a laser at his hiding spot and jack jumps up and runs out of the way and uh aku sees him running through the graveyard and then sinks into the ground and chases after him which is cool because like the ground starts to like raise where aku's body is like passing under it like a gopher or something yeah like an old
1: bugs bunny cartoon
0: yeah um the 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 cracked earth chases Jack and uh, catches up to him and then erupts in this humongous burst of black tentacles that send Jack flying high into the air. And then we get what might be like the best shot of Samurai Jack history that we've seen to this point. Uh, The music and the sound get literally like sucked out of the scene And the camera narrows to like this very thin horizontal sliver. uh, And Jack is hovering high in the air against a blood red sky above these towering black tentacles emerging from a dust cloud below reaching up to him. It's like this incredible shot that they have in the show. It's basically like their last Jedi moment where the ship flies through the other ship at hyperspeed.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. The Holdo maneuver.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We don't talk about that, but, uh, <laughs> cause we're not it seemed... nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well established at this point. Um, yeah, I thought it was an incredible shot. Yeah. Like really accentuating. Yeah. Jack's like helplessness in this moment against like this terrifying scene of these tentacles reaching up towards him, like in the sky. Yeah. Very well done. Very, very good. Very, very cool. Very, very spooky. Um, those tentacles grab Jack and slam him into the ground and have him completely enveloped. And uh, they start to wipe away. And we can see Jack is now just held against the ground uh, as Aku's body forms above him. And Aku has him completely pinned against the ground. And uh, <laughs> Jack looks up at Aku above him, who raises Jack's sword high, like to deliver a strike. And a portion of Aku's hand surrounding Jack slides away to create like this little window towards Jack's chest. Mm -hmm. And Aku has this very evil smile on his face and his eyes go wild and have like almost like that same like spiraling time travel pattern that we've seen. Yeah. Yep. This is like the most crazed and like actually very scary that way like this the scariest we've ever seen Aku like he's actually like extremely terrifying and menacing in this moment
1: usually he's a big fucking goof but right now he's serious
0: and we've had both of those in this episode like we've gone through like the usual yeah like oh aku he's helpless and uh oh aku he's goofy look at him he's a scorpion and a praying mantis now but like (laughs) yeah this is legitimately like intimidating he's fucking scary
1: yeah he's finally gonna
0: get what he wants it does seem that way. Like there is no escape for Jack. He is he's pinned down, and yeah, his chest is exposed. And Aku is ready to plunge that sword, and he sends it hurling through the sky towards Jack. And uh, yeah, this is this is it for old Jackie boy. He's uh, looking on in horror as the sword is coming towards him and spelling his doom. And he closes his eyes and he very solemnly says, "Forgive me, Father. I have failed you." And that's it for yeah, Jack.
1: That's the end. That's how Jack dies.
0: This is maybe the most appropriate moment
1: to make <laughs> that joke.
0: But is it true? No. Let's find out right now.
1: <laughs> I, I hate the way they resolve this, to be honest, but let's get into it.
0: Let's. Yeah, you know, what? let's get into it. <laughs> uh, the sword rockets through the sky at like terminal velocity towards Jack's chest and uh, right at the moment of impact it bounces off of his chest with a very satisfying metal ping yep like a like a shovel bouncing off a rock in an animal crossing game yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> little little coins come out <laughs> yeah. uh but if you hit it too many times it's going to burst and then you won't be able to collect <laughs> for a few more days um Aku's evil eyes are replaced by a, a total look of disbelief at what has just happened. Uh, His pupils, like those crazy pupils shrink down in like a tiny little size in his big white eyes. And then his great flaming eyebrows go out like the flames go out with a satisfying cartoon boing noise. (laughs) Jack looks down at himself. Also unsure what has just happened in this moment. I don't know. Brad did.
1: I was pissed. Oh my God. I hate it. I hate the explanation for it. I hate that this is how they resolved it. There had to have been a better way.
0: (laughs) I could take it or leave it. Uh, I don't know. Let's save it. I think. Uh, (laughs) Aku. This is a very funny moment. Then Aku then very (laughs) he pauses and then repeatedly stabs the sword (laughs) off Jack's chest. It keeps like bouncing off of the ping noise over and over and over again. Yeah, I do like that bit. That's a good bit. It's that 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 is very silly. And Aku looks at Jack like, huh? And then Jack looks back up at Aku like, huh? (laughs) They're both confused. (laughs) Both. They both don't know what happened. Uh, Jack takes this this opportunity to burst free from Aku's grasp and reclaim his sword. Even I had forgotten that the sword was forged in purity and strength.
1: It can only be used for good. In the hand of evil, it can never harm an innocent. And so, Aku, it cannot harm me, but it can harm you. The implication in what Jack says there is that he could kill an innocent person
0: because he's not evil. (laughs) He does say it can only be used for good, though. In the hands
1: of evil, it can only kill an innocent person. But in the hands of good... (laughs) There's too many rules! You could kill at least one innocent person before it probably considered
0: you evil. (laughs) There's no way that Jack knows all of this. He does say like, Oh, <laughs> I'd almost forgotten that these are the rules oh, of that's my right, magical sword. Hold on. Let me check the
1: manual real quick. Oh yeah. It says right here. Um, I'm trying to think back
0: has the only, I think the only moment we've ever seen anyone actually wield Jack's sword is the Spartan King and Jack and the Spartans. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did fight an evil spider robot with it. So like that tracks so far, Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this explanation of Jack's seems a little convenient. I I would say I'm not a fan. Perhaps we need to learn more about this sword, you know, where it really came from and sort of the, the original rules that were set forth by the swords creators. I believe that is an episode that we are going to get here at some point, but for now it does kind of have me scratching my head a little bit like, okay, I mean, I guess. I guess I'll buy it, but I don't love it.
1: Feels like a cop out. Feels like they were like, oh, no. How do we get Jack out of this situation now?
0: I just, think I like.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to just say that, like, the sword can't hurt him because it's pure and good. And he's pure and good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think don't. I like this. <laughs> less than I liked in Jack and the ultra robots where he like did the prayer to power up his sword to Mm -hmm. like his Japanese ancestors. I think I liked that more than I liked what happened in this moment.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that was a better use of the
0: magic sword than just,
1: Oh, that's right. It can't hurt me. I almost forgot.
0: (laughs) There are no moments. Are there any moments of Jack like pricking his finger with his own sword? I guess it, it couldn't, it couldn't possibly.
1: Uh, well, you in, uh, he probably could if he needed to, because he's not evil. <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: that's true. The, the the way the the rules written, it seems like he could. <laughs> I got to get my hands on this rule book. Yeah, maybe that's a bonus episode. Is when we will finally figure out the rules. We're kind, we'll kind of make sense of everything that we've seen here. Um. Yeah, Jack. Jack cannot be harmed by his own sword. He gives that big, long explanation. Um, I think it's worth mentioning here. uh, You wouldn't know this because you've been watching these episodes on your Blu-ray box set. Uh, There are some audio issues that happened with HBO Max from this moment on through the rest of the episode. Um, There's like weird audio crackling that happens any time a character speaks from here on out till the end
1: really and you couldn't fix it by like reloading the app or anything
0: no yeah and i i tried it across multiple devices with like multiple different speakers and headphones and all sorts of things and it happened everywhere so i'm thinking it was a problem with the episode audio itself and not like my ability to play it on my end
1: yeah weird nope it's i really had no such issue odd
0: yeah no i wouldn't think you did and then obviously they would have never let that slide in like the original broadcasting of these episodes on cartoon network yeah um This is not the first time this has happened, though, with the HBO Max version of Samurai Jack. So anyone out there listening to this podcast, uh, if you were questioning uh, why those audio issues were happening during this moment of this episode for you, uh, rest assured it was not just you. It seems like this is just the way it is. Nice. It doesn't take too much away, but it's just weird and a little frustrating.
1: Kind of annoying. Yeah, Yeah, I'd be a little mad about it
0: at least this was the very end of the episode. So like, if it was going to happen anywhere, I guess this was probably the best spot for
1: us. If it was the whole time, anytime something screeched, it crackled.
0: (laughs) Uh, no, that was, that was not the case. Um, Jack now has his sword back. He rushes in towards Aku sword in hand and starts slicing his way through Aku's body. And there's a funny little shot of Aku, like trying to fight back with all these praying mantis pincers that form from his big black torso. Um, but Jack cuts through him, like nothing. Um and literally like cuts him down to size. There's this <laughs> funny shot of Aku like waving his arms in the air as he starts to shrink down like the wicked witch of the yeah. West as Aku just like cuts through him or Jack cuts through him bit by bit. Yeah. It's very funny. He's like, oh no, I'm melting. <laughs> yeah, cuts him up piece by piece. And uh Jack lets out one huge battle cry and leaps into the air to deliver the final blow and tears this giant gash through Aku's body from like his shoulder all the way like through his midsection you can always tell when Aku is like really hurt because he always makes like a very sad pouting face yeah <laughs> he's more disappointed than anything <laughs> I can't believe I let this happen
1: you would be me to me
0: I had the whole zombie plan the whole time. You're a fucking bully, Jack. I stabbed you with your sword. It didn't work. <laughs> I still don't think I understand the rules. <laughs> yeah, Jack's cheating. He's using hacks. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, well, if you remember correctly, the entire next episode, he plays in a uh, big head mode.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DK mode.
0: <laughs> Funky mode. <laughs> uh, yeah, Terrace. Stares right through Aku, and what's left of Aku shrinks down into like this tiny little vole creature, like this little rodent creature. I like it. It's Big a, fan of that. <laughs> that's horrible little version of Aku that looks up at him in like in a silly little high pitched voice. He says, uh, I'll get you yet, samurai, and then scampers <laughs> away through the graveyard. Uh, Jack should have just killed that dinky little version of Aku. <laughs> he couldn't, it was too cute. Yeah, he w- that would have been yeah unfair. Uh, not a not a fair fight.
1: That's that's Jack's weakness is when Aku becomes cute. He's like, God damn it! Now I he can. has no
0: problem got no problem fighting the scorpion, and nothing's cuter than that.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. There goes that my theory. Can't be denied.
0: Yeah, throwing that one in the trash. <laughs> Aku scorpion confirmed cute. Um, is Aku's essence a finite resource?
1: Uh, well, I would have said so, but in the scene earlier in the episode when he just turns into the, the giant mass of shadow chasing Jack, it seems to be
0: endless. So I'm not really sure. He's kind of like chasing him with all he has, though. Like he literally like gives up his whole body to turn into like that sea of blackness. Yeah. Um, and then in this moment, Jack has like destroyed most of Aku's body with his sword where he's reduced to like that tiny little rodent creature. Um. So what happens? Like Aku goes back to his house and like rests in like a salt bath that's full of black goo and like (laughs) reforms himself like uh, the guy from uh, the recent Dune movie. Like, I don't understand. Or he's like just a
1: he's just a cloud of microbots and they just replicate over time.
0: Mm. Mm. That's entirely possible. He might be made of midichlorians. We're not nerds.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) I want to argue with you that that's not how midichlorians work, but (laughs) it
0: doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. I just I'm interested by this idea, because like if Jack does finally defeat Aku, like is there just more Aku stuff like lying around somewhere that'll just form a new Aku?
1: Yeah, I don't know, Uh, because the first time he was defeated, he was just kind of planted in a tree, Uh, so they never really destroyed him. They just kind of cast him into the earth.
0: And that seems like that's all there is of Aku is that tree. And then he came back and yeah, now Jack has repeatedly like at multiple points, like torn him to shreds, but he keeps coming back in like these humongous giant Aku sizes. I don't know. There are questions that remain to be answered. I wonder if we will get them at any point, or maybe I just (laughs) can't let this go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I hope we do learn more about the nature of Aku. And I think
0: that we do. I think that we do. I at, think least, we have a very, at least a little bit. I think we have a very important episode coming up here in season three that I'm very much looking forward to, but I don't want to say too much about it. All get right. There, when we get there, um, we have one final shot in this episode of Jack standing alone in the graveyard and uh, the sun starts to rise and birds start chirping around him and uh, he sheaths his sword, all cool style. And walks away (laughs) as the camera fades and jack leaves the graveyard and then that is the end of the episode easy 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 favorite of the episode a favorite episode of the season so far for me number one without a doubt you cannot change my mind this was the best episode we've seen so far in season three
1: i wouldn't try to change your mind I don't yeah. agree, but I wouldn't oh. try to change your mind. <laughs> I thought it was neat. I thought it the ending was cool. Like the second act I thought was very good. The mm. beginning I was kind of bored of actually fighting zombies. Not my thing. That's fair.
0: I'll give you that. The zombie fighting like was hard to <laughs> even describe on this podcast episode. But yeah, <laughs> literally was like Jack just like one shot killing all of these zombies pretty easily with some cool moves mixed in. Um, But with all of the Aku stuff that we got pretty much the moment that like the sword flew out of Jack's hand, like that segment of the episode was by far like my favorite thing that we've had in, in season three so far and like is enough to put this in my number one spot.
1: Yeah, I would say it's up there for sure. Uh, I don't know how I'd rank it against the other ones, but it's up there.
0: Good to have Aku back just in general, you know, we've talked so much now in this, this season, Mm -hmm. just about how long it's been since we've seen Aku. So not only good to like have him back, but like the Aku content that we got in this, this episode is like some of the best, if not the best other than like Aku's fairy tales, which is just an Aku showcase.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was back in a big way in this one.
0: Um, and I was, I was there for it. Much needed, highly desired. Um, and yeah, like like I kind of touched on a little bit like a different version of Aku than we're used to like obviously we know Aku's powerful like we know he's powerful enough to like travel through the galaxy and summon like all these people to the world and like powerful enough to like be the ruler of this world mm-hmm. and having enslaved all of humanity. Um, we've seen his shape shifting abilities and like m- powers of m- manipulation against all of these like highly sophisticated civilizations. Um, Aku is a powerful dude, but like never has been as legitimately menacing as he was at, at multiple points in this episode. Like I I I don't know. It's easy to like see Aku as like the funny punching bag, which is also great. Like I love every time that they do that and they mm. do some of that in this episode, but like to have Aku be this all powerful figure that has been promised for so long. Yeah, and we only get glimpses of it like super cool and refreshing to like see that in full effect in this episode.
1: Yeah, he's gotten serious. We can see now that he's like legitimately threatening. Like it seemed like almost up to this point he kind of felt like Jack wasn't really a huge threat, so he kind of just didn't care all that much maybe. Right. But now he's like getting serious like all right, I've really got to do something about this. Like myself.
0: Which, you know, if the 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 lengths to which Aku went in this epi- episode to like <laughs> like Steel Jack's sword, which is like a bold move for him to try to pull off anyway, but then like expand his entire body into like this crazy horror shit. Uh, Yeah. It has me excited to like see where Aku can go Mm -hmm. from here. Cause I think I'm hoping like I'm praying that this like leads to more Aku in upcoming episodes. Like, you know, they got to realize that, he's really the weight pulling this show along. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's who the fans come for. Um, all right. That was episode 30, episode 30. That's cool. I don't know. It feels, I think I said this last time, but it feels like a milestone, even though it isn't. I think you said it really. at episode
1: 25 was when you, was our last. There's all sorts milestone. of milestones. I don't yeah.
0: know. Numbers. <laughs> numbers are a thing. Brendan, you <laughs> want to talk true. about numbers? Not really. 14. Oh, that's a good one. Thirty was this this week's number that's uh, the number of the week ah! sound the alarm uh brendan we're going to sound the other alarm that we have here because uh we received an email
1: an email bah, 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 email this is the email song it's always been this song
0: <laughs> let's Tune get any into new it. words you're changing it up too much you gotta <laughs> stick to what you know
1: that's the song it's always been that song
0: You can't, it's what it says in the song. Any credit that I gave you in past weeks for (laughs) consistent email songs, you've just thrown that out the
1: window. We got an email from Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks, Matthew. Going into season three, I remember this one for what it lacks. The Uh Scotsman is nowhere around. Mm. That's true. So far, at least I can't speak to the rest of the season, but I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, season three is still a highlight for me with some of the best episodes like redacted. You can thank Nick I edited for taking that, that, yeah, one I edited out. that yeah. out. I
0: don't want you to know what he said.
1: <laughs> the rave, the graveyard and second redacted redacted. Uh, you can't know <laughs> the rave in the graveyard though. So far, great ones. Highlights of the season for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but I do miss the pipes. We laddies, the Scotsman <laughs> is so naturally hilarious and a rather wholesome stereotype. That's true. Actually. <laughs> That's, yeah he i mean they, they do
0: <laughs> they do play up the stair i mean that is the whole character that is like, the character yeah without that like there they is nothing treat him rather respectably
1: yeah i think so i'm not offended i'm also not scottish but i'm not That's offended true, yeah. by it. <laughs> anyway <laughs> i won't speak to it
0: continuing on
1: <laughs> do you think he could have carried okay uh, we're speaking about the scotsman still do you think he could have carried a strong spin-off? or does this hypothetical show sound like someone stepped on a cat <laughs> which Nick had to explain to me that's is a, a metaphor pipes. for the way bagpipes bag sound.
0: Yeah. That's what yeah. people say
1: sometimes. I was like, I have no idea what that means. Um, but <laughs> now I do. So what do you think, Nick? Do you think the Scotsman show could have been a thing?
0: Scotsman getting his own spinoff TV show from the proper Samurai Jack television program. Um, listen, Brendan, it's well established that you and me love the Scotsman. Mm hmm one of the better characters. I mean, there are not many recurring characters on the show, but like anytime he pops up, it ranks very highly in our sort of end of season recaps. Um, Obviously Jack and the Scotsman one was my first ranked episode of season one. I love me some Scotsman. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that the, the bit like the joke, I don't know that it, the joke of the Scotsman character himself and like how grading of a personality he is. Cause like he is just full throttle over the top. Oh yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that that works for an entire TV show. I think maybe if like, if Samurai Jack were like SpongeBob where like the episodes were split in half or like the first half before commercial break is, one episode and then the second half is another episode. Mm-hmm. I think you could get away with like 12 minute episodes of the Scotsman adventures. Yep. Um Something quick, straight to the point, uh, you know, not like a very serious through line of the Scotsman travels. Like I think you could get away with something like that pretty easily. I don't think that I would, <laughs> I mean, I would gladly watch a Scotsman spinoff show, but like, I don't know that it would sort of carry the same weight as like Samurai Jack proper what it might just end up being a little too much. A little bit. Yeah. So that's almost exactly what I was thinking. Uh is that it would work well
1: as I don't know if you remember that Cartoon Network used to kind of do these things where they'd have specials and sometimes uh every day they'd play one like 10 minute cartoon. Like I think they did it for Mm. the Star Wars animated Clone Wars when it first started. Where you'd get like 10 minutes of it just in the middle of Toonami. uh, and then you'd move on to something else. I think if they had broken it up into like maybe a two-week-long thing, ten episodes, ten minutes each, and just kind of had that like Scotsman adventure thing as like a special, I think that could have been cool. Um, but I don't think that I I would be super into like a full half-hour, fifty-episode-long show. No, that would be
0: way too much Scotsman. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I I can't get enough Scotsman. To this point, like, I'm, I'm ready to see him. And I'm sad I didn't realize that he was not in season three. I can only think of maybe, like, a couple more episodes that he does appear in. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess that kind of makes sense that he wouldn't appear.
1: I have a strong season. image in my head of him carrying around a giant wheel. Is okay. That, did I make that up or is that a real thing?
0: Mm, I don't recall, but it is entirely possible. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That's something that I feel like I remember but could totally be making up. Uh, but that would be the last, other than in the season five, that would be the last appearance that I could think of if it exists.
0: I'm sad to, yeah, think that we'll now go however many episodes before we're going to get to see him again. But um, he's the kind of thing where, like, it helps to have some separation from the Scotsman mm-hmm. to, like, only see him every so often so that, like, when he does pop up, it's a fun little treat. It's
1: fresh. It's Yeah, we, I think he would quickly wear out his welcome as the main um, character.
0: <laughs> with that said, would I would I watch a Scotsman TV show? Yes, I would do it. I would um, at least check it out. I would give it a shot. Yeah. Um I don't know that it's going to happen at this point. We're a little far removed <laughs> Almost certainly from the not. Scotsman's heyday. Um but if, you know, Gendy's not too busy, you know, Cartoon Network is uh, they need a little something to fill the airtime. Uh, you could find worse ways to do it.
1: See, anytime I think of like a spinoff show though, my head immediately goes to like, okay, so they're going to have the Scotsman. His wife's going to be a prominent character. He's going to have at least one kid. The kids are going to be just like him, but more hyperactive. They're going to drive most of the episodes and it's going to be him like chasing them around and shouting for the most part. And I, I, I start talking myself out of the show.
0: (laughs) I can't wait for you us to get to season five of Samurai Jack. (laughs) That Ugh. is all I will say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I, I start thinking about where it would go and it goes like Cleveland show and I talk myself <laughs> out of it.
0: What do you have against the Cleveland show?
1: <laughs> it's awful. And yeah, it's everybody
0: knows cool. it. My mother loves watching the Cleveland show. She kind of um, my mother, my parents uh, a lot of the time would watch the just adult swim, whatever it was on adult swim like. Going to bed, so my mother's seen like every episode of King of the Hill, which is a great show,
1: yeah, King of the Hill is um, a good one,
0: but also they've seen like tons of episodes of like squidbillies and China oh Illinois, and like weird stuff that like I don't know that I want my mother to be like all caught up on, <laughs> uh, but she's now seen like basically every episode of the Cleveland show and like american dad and and pretty much everything that goes along with that, yeah, um the whole
1: McFarland catalog.
0: The McFarlane verse is what they <laughs> call it. Um, thank you for the email, Matthew. Yes, thank you. Uh, rest assured, we are definitely just as big Scotsman fans as you are. And uh, I cannot wait to see him again on this television show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thanks again for the email. Uh, anyone else out there who wants to reach out to us via email, got a recap at gmail.com. Is the address? Uh, let us know what you think of uh, this week's episode of Jack and the Zombies. Uh, any other episode that we have discussed, or anything that you find on the internet, Samurai Jack related, uh, we would love to read those emails on the show. It is a real delight for us to do. So please send your thoughts our way. Uh, also at got a Recap on social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow along with us there. Uh, We recently had to take a break uh, between weeks. Uh, Follow us there in case uh, you look at your podcast feed and you go, wait a minute, where's my new episode? Uh, That's where the announcement's going to be. So uh, definitely check in with us there to make sure you're up to date on everything with our show and also to check out uh, some of the fun conversations that we're having with our community. It's a real hoot. Yeah, get on over there. What are you waiting for? Come check it out. Give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe. And a share and a share with your best buddies. Uh, And if you could take some time to head to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. That would be extremely helpful for the growth of our podcast. And this podcast, we want to grow out of control where the world can hardly contain it. And that Mm -hmm. can only happen with your support. So please help us achieve total world uh, domination. It's up to you.
1: But do it. (laughs)
0: uh brendan are you sufficiently spooked after this week's episode
1: i am yeah i don't
0: know how i'm gonna sleep tonight uh probably with one eye open uh i don't know samurai jack it's it's a children's show so they try not to get too spooky but uh this week's episode you know i had a few frights and yeah this week and they failed (laughs) that's true yeah all these poor children how will they ever sleep (laughs) at night um, we're going to try to sleep as best we can, uh, but, uh, I hope everyone out there is well rested for episode 31 of Samurai Jack coming next week. Uh, 31, by the way, Brendan, the halfway point in the Samurai Jack total episode list. Oh, we're going to do something special episodes. for it. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't plan things well, including uh, podcast outros. So I'm going to bail out of this one as quick as I can. Uh, We will see you all next week for episode 31. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.